You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about expanding your business via purpose-based lead generation. Now, this is what I mean when I talk about that. Oftentimes, we ex- we talk about expanding our businesses. We think about expanding productized services or launching a new product or introducing a new partnership or something along those lines. There are a ton of different ways that we can expand our business. However, one that wa- may not always be top of mind is expansion through lead generation. Now, I have been working with today's guest since I moved to Milwaukee at the tail end of 2017, and I'm super excited to have this conversation with her. Um, Today, we're speaking with Stephanie Melnick. She's been practicing law for nearly 30 years now and owns Melnick & Melnick, a Milwaukee law firm that serves small businesses and their owners. They've carved out a niche largely focusing on serving women small business owners. And in doing so, they've begun to expand their offerings through a series of lead generation event planning initiatives which is a bold move. And I'm super excited to jump into this um, because again, it's not something that we typically think about, but it's it's a real business move. So I'm excited to dive into this with Stephanie um, and, and I'm sure we'll jump into some legal things in the process because we have way too much legal knowledge in front of us right now to not tap into it in, in the slightest. So that being said, welcome to Eloma, Stephanie. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be here. <laughs> I so, get to talk to you about you know, officially, right? Because oh. I talk to you all the time, but not, you know, in an official podcast capacity. Oh yeah. Now now we're being recorded and people can listen that's, to us. Oh, that's hopefully not frightening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So so Stephanie, I know you you work with a lot of different small businesses, but you do work a lot with women's small businesses. And over the last few years, you guys have been in business for a, a long time, right? Over the last few years, you launched She Stands Tall, which is a speaker series focusing on women entrepreneurs, right? Then you launched She Shines, which is essentially a mastermind for local women entrepreneurs. And now you have taken over Milwaukee's Women Entrepreneurship Week, um, started here in Milwaukee, and you know the journey of Women's Entrepreneurship Week has gone all over the place, um, but now it's under your control, and you are also an active sponsor in so many women's related business initiatives. So, dun, 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 what has been your thought process and strategy in this very seemingly deliberal, deliberate expansion? And I just want to give you kudos for being a law firm. Uh, expanding in all these ways because it's not something that we typically see. Thank you so much. Um, no, I, <laughs> I like to do things different, you know, out of the box. I feel yeah. like, it, I don't know. Um, so truth is when it started back in summer of 2017, it was because I thought, well, this would be really fun to learn about why people start small businesses and why women do it here in Milwaukee and what they're doing. And I just thought that would be really cool. And I figured naively maybe, but I guess it's turned out that if I had that interest, so did other people. And so I said to Sarah, who's um, another attorney in my office, I said, what do you think about if we do these events and we have people come and we learn about what they do and we give them wine and snacks and, you know, well, it'll be really fun. And she's like, yeah, that sounds really fun. We should do that. 
And so at the time, I had a relationship. I still do a relationship with the lovely sisters that own the Ruby Tap. And they have a bar yep. in one and in Wauwatosa. And so we went to them and we said, what do you think of this idea? Um, I like to say a lawyer walked into a bar and <laughs> said, let's plan events together. And it took them less than 24 hours. And they were like, yes, we're in. How do we, what do we do? And so for um, it was really fun for a long time. We did events at their Beckwon Bar at the time. Our office was in the was out that way. Um, it was really fun. We got the speakers. We asked questions. They provided the wine. They provided the truffle popcorn, which is a favorite. I recommend you going just for that. It is so. They fun. have great truffle popcorn. Oh my god, so good. Um, and it was and it was great. And they, you know, we let them sell the tickets and deal with all that stuff. And it was really fun. Um, and then we realized like, well, some people who live in different parts of town maybe don't want to drive a half an hour north. And so we started expanding and doing events in other parts of the city. And like, you know, that was really fun. And so then we had kind of a thing where we were talking to different entrepreneurs in different parts of the city and we had different people coming. And and then there, and then January of 2020 was truly like our biggest event. Yeah, ever. To that point, we had an event at Relic Rentals, which is in Walker's Point now. They moved to a slightly different location, but they rent out um, all kinds of amazingly cool stuff for like weddings and photo shoots. And and so they had this like super cool warehouse where you could see all their stuff. So we had this event there. We had our biggest event yet, January 2020. And then we all know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then boom. (laughs) Yeah. So everything was shut down. We tried to do a couple of events online uh, virtually and she stands tall online just didn't feel quite the same, you know, trying to build a community of women business owners and bring them together to support each other online. It was, wasn't quite the same. So we did a little, little bit of that and then we decided to take a break and came back to doing things in person. And by then we had moved downtown to Walker's Point. So we've been doing events in our office since then. Um, and you know, COVID added some complexity. There were some, we had to wear masks for a while and do all kinds of different things, but, um, ultimately it just turned out to be something that people really loved going to. We had a regular crowd. We had, you know, I mean, it just got to be one of these really fun things that people not only, that not only we learned from, but people learned from each other and people were thanking us for doing it because they were like developing this community and learning to support each other and meeting people they otherwise wouldn't have met. And there were like partnerships formed. And it was just, so one of those things that just kind of like started as this, I think this would be really fun. We should do it and turned into something that it is now something else, which has been, you know, an amazing thing. Yeah. And then, uh, and I think, was it during COVID that you started She Shines? Yeah, so that was funny too because she shines another weird coincidence. Just started January of 2020. Also, it was when we had our first meeting, <laughs> which um, you know, like sometimes, and that I think turned out what, what I've sort of thought since then. It was like fortuitous because, in a certain way, forming that group and so she shines, as you said, is a mastermind, but it's bringing together women with real business experience. So, like we've all been in different groups where um, different people's business experience or like some people have been in for 20 years or, you know, almost 30 gulp, but almost 30. And some people have just started five months ago and it's not quite the same. Yeah. You know, and so we really were looking for people who could like 
give suggestions and get in the same amount and not just be, you know, well, what about my thing over and over or just not able to contribute. And so that was kind of what we saw for She Shines is really trying to kind of pull together a group of seasoned business owners and kind of curate it to some extent and make sure everybody in the room was really giving and getting and, you know, sort of proportional amounts. And so, yes, conveniently, coincidentally, we started January 2020. We had like a meeting or two in person and then we had to go online virtual. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't, I'm not going to tell you it was the same virtual, but I think in a certain way that having those people you could lean on, it was a lifeline for a lot of people. Yeah. And being able to talk about how are you doing this? And, you know, I mean, the pivot, people make fun of that word, but that was really what we were all doing and just trying yeah. to like, keep it going and keep a smile. And I sort of felt sometimes you like turn off the computer after those meetings and be like, okay, I can keep, I'm going to keep doing this. Like yeah. these, these were really, and so it wasn't intentional. I, I mean, I wish I could say it was, cause that would have been like some genius move on my part. It was just <laughs> another one of those like fortuitous things that got people through. And then ultimately, fortunately, we got to the other side and now we're meeting in person. We built the group that original group is up to 18 people. So we had to start another group, um, which has, I think, 15 or so people in that group. And there's demand for more, which will come eventually, just not quite yet, but will come eventually. Um, And it's really been just, I think what was surprising to me is there's people in that um, group who do all kinds of things. Like there's some people who are service providers, but there's plenty of people who sell like different kinds of products online, you know, in person, all kinds of stuff. And yet they all have valuable um, insights and advice to share. And sometimes, at least from myself, and I know you have, you you can tell us what you tell me what you think, but sometimes somebody just has to tell you what you already know, right? Like, oh, yeah, they know to that client, make that phone call, do the thing. They just, somebody needs to tell it to you, even though like somewhere in your head, you know it. And I feel like that group is very quick to be like, you know, what you have to do now, go do it. And we're yeah. going to find out next month whether you did it. If you're looking for an opportunity to set aside time to work on you and your business this fall, save the dates October 18th through the 20th to join us in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin for our three-day Defining Success Retreat. This will be the third retreat we've hosted and guaranteed to be the best one yet. Women have flown in from all over the country to join us for these retreats to gain clarity on who they are, what they want, and then align their businesses to make everything happen. We have three guest speakers in addition to myself, and I guarantee you that we can save you years and hundreds of thousands of dollars in investments you would have otherwise made or lost on missed opportunities over the course of these three days. For more information, check out rixretreat.com. And to learn more about our other Defining Success offerings, visit rixsuccess.com. So here's what my question is for you, Stephanie, as, uh, as you're a law firm, right? And you launched She Stands Soul Speaker Series, and then you've got She Shines, and then we're going to jump into Women's Entrepreneurship Week in just a second. But now a lot of people, as they would potentially think about doing this, would either say like, oh, I'm going to invite my existing clients to join this group, or I'm going to ex- invite like prospective people. Like how have you used these programs? And I don't say that as like a, oh, they were just a means to an end kind of thing. But at the same time, we're building business, right? So how have these programs helped support the growth of your law firm? 
Um, in whatever yeah. ways you can disclose. <laughs> right. Cause I, well, I, as you know, I cannot tell you the names of my clients. They can just, they right. can free to say who they are, but I can't. So I won't mention anybody by name, but, um, and it wasn't, that really wasn't originally why we created it. We just sort of thought, like I said, like it would be fun and interesting and we could all learn from each other. Um, I think we really, we represent small businesses. That's what we do all the time. I don't think there's a lot of lawyers that really kind of are doing that. They're trying to always be, represent the big guys. Yeah. We mostly represent women-owned businesses, not only, but mostly. And so we really want to create a space where we can be seen as kind of, these are the people you want to call, you know, these people have an expertise in, in small business. These people have a certain understanding for women-owned businesses, first of all, because they are one. And second, mm -hmm. because this is what they do all the time. And I, having done this long enough and I've represented enough women-owned businesses, the issues are just different. The outlook is just different. Yeah. Um, and their willingness, willingness to collaborate is just different. Their skills are different. I think oftentimes for the better, um, what women are really willing to do and able to give to each other and, you know, Somebody recently said, we hear do small walkie really well. And I think that's super true for women, small business owners. Like, you know, we're willing to, oh, you need, you need somebody to help you with that. I got six people, go call one of them or yep. you know, I can't help you with this, but I know the people who can, we're really willing to do that. Um, and I think I can speak less for the guys because, well, since I'm not one, it's harder, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I think so. So I think that's some of it. So I think it's, it definitely just started from an organic place and it's grown to this thing where we're really thrilled to be building this community. Um, we are building the community intentionally and we want to be able to be seen as like, Hey, we can, you know, when you need legal services, don't be afraid to ask for them. We can help you. We know how to, we know how to do it. We can do it. We have lots of budget friendly ways to get it done. And just so you know that, you know, Lawyers should be, can be trusted advisors and we aren't scary and we aren't, you know, we don't all wear three piece suits and we aren't all white dudes. And you know. <laughs> so some of it is that, I think. Yeah. Which is real. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes you, like people, I think, don't even know what questions they should ask a lawyer. Oh, I don't sure. And so we're trying to say like, don't, 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 don't have to worry about that. Tell me what you do. We'll figure out if there's questions you should be asking. And maybe right now you're good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of that too, to, to your point in like some of the programming, she, sh she shines and she stands tall, um, while they're focused on the, either the speaker or the people in the program, like there's legal things that get brought up and not that anybody's asking for advice on the spot, but that's part of being part of the program, right? Is everybody adds their two cents and their expertise. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's just one thing for anybody listening to think about is what are the additional ways that you can add value to your audience that are to Stephanie's point, fun and organic, but could, and probably should help build your business at the same time. Like, for example, there's probably a, a good reason you're not hosting like a uh, old white dudes mastermind program, right? Like it's just not your clientele. <laughs> right. Generally speaking. <laughs> right. Like good for them. And you know, that's all right. Exactly. Right. They're not necessarily our, our obvious market. I mean, you know, we, have, we certainly have male clients. I'm not trying to say we don't, but. Oh, for sure. It's not, it's not the obvious choice, the obvious place, but you're right that there's definitely legal 
I mean, in different She Stands Tall events and at She Shines meeting, there's financial and legal and marketing, all kinds of issues that kind of get brought up either by the speaker or by somebody asking a question. And the good part is there's usually somebody there who's got, whether it's me on legal or somebody else on something else, right? To step in and say like, okay, here's why I think you should do this or here's you who should call or try these three things. And if that doesn't work, then call me. So that I feel like is really, you know, valuable. Just having like that kind of, you know, brain trust, you know, all in one place where, and that's why I say we really set out to build a community. And I think, and that's really how it's coming together, which is so fun. Yeah. Well, and a community of people that make sense to surround yourself with. So, and I feel like that's becoming uh, more and more prevalent, you know, as everybody talks about pre-COVID, post-COVID, et cetera. I think so many people are seeing the need for community. And also, uh, we very rarely see any one human only involved in one, right? So, so I know most people that I know involved in any kind of mastermind or program of any sort are usually involved in a couple. So, just something to think about for anybody listening, like just because you start one doesn't mean that people in your group can't be in somebody else's group too, right? So there's also a lot of opportunity for collaboration. Now, that being said, just recently, you have decided to uh, to take on a big new exciting challenge uh, <laughs> of taking on Women's Entrepreneurship Week. And we were just talking ahead of time. Uh, I made the analogy of, you know, when Ray Kroc started McDonald's, he would oftentimes say he's in the real estate business, not the hamburger business. And as Stephanie and I were talking about earlier, I'm like, Stephanie, I feel like you've turned from a law firm into an event planning company <laughs> with all of these different event management uh, initiatives that you guys have going on. But tell us a little bit about Women's Entrepreneurship Week and what brought you to this new opportunity. It's, uh, so yeah, Women's Entrepreneurship Week, um, the the very basic background is it was started in 2017 by somebody else. Um, she, I think, ran it for a couple of years, I think inside one of the co-working spaces and somebody else took it over and ran it for a couple of years. Then COVID, you know, and so it ended up being all virtual for a couple of years, then both last year. And I think it just turned out to be what's what people have what realizes it's kind of a big undertaking, which is what we've learned too. <laughs> To be it is. It's a big undertaking. It's like a week long of events. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. And so, um, kind of, we started rolling over the opportunity. Kind of, we we're thinking about, you know, what does this look like, and um, could we do it, and how would we do it? And but ultimately, it really made sense what we want to do, which is, you know, build this community of women and women entrepreneurs and learn from each other and inspire each other and educate each other. And it just was kind of like taking it on and turning it up a hundred and some percent maybe, but <laughs> doing the same kind of thing in a different way. And so we took that over last year with the idea of planning for this year, we made some changes, which is it had been done in November. We, that we'd have to seem like a hard time of year. So we moved it, you know, it gets really close to holidays. And mm -hmm. so we um, moved it to May. So we're doing it May 8th through 12th of this year. We are very excited. Um, and we built a website. So that was the biggest thing is that they had it. There was, there was no website dedicated to Women's Entrepreneurship Week or She Stands Tall or She Shines. And so 
we decided that the first thing this needed was sort of an online home. And mm-hmm. so we, that's, that was a very interesting process. That's all I can say. Like, <laughs> the technology yeah. kind of scared. Like, I love it and hate it all in the same. Oh, don't we all? Yeah. I mean, you know, so, you know, um, and so, so we took it over because it fit, but yeah, that's been more event planning and more like nitty gritty of event planning than I, than I really kind of totally realized, but we're getting, <laughs> it's coming together. It's going to come together. So great. But it's, uh, you know, we were talking before, just like the little things that you don't realize are an issue until all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I didn't do that. I guess I should probably tackle that too. So, you know, it gets complicated. Fast. Yeah. There's a lot of things, but what, um, what exciting new opportunities are you finding that are opening up for you having women's entrepreneurship week, like under your, under your leadership now, what new things are popping up? Um, I think some of it is sort of who ends up reaching out to us to help with different things, you know, getting involved in different kind of entrepreneur focused you know, events or conferences or things. I think that has sort of come about because of Women's Entrepreneurship Week and She Stands Tall to some extent. Um, I think some of it is just sort of like um, increasing our network, just, you know, Mm -hmm. learning about more people that are doing this and trying to help figure out how we can do it together and how we can work together and, you know, that sort of thing, just more bigger platform, I guess. I don't know how like a greater reach. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well said. And we had been toying with, um, you know, until like really the fall of last year, she stands all was all self-funded. So the law firm was doing all all funding for she stands all. We didn't get a sponsor. We didn't even try because we were going to try. And then 2020, you know, so so we just tabled that and we revisited. So really until like the fall of last year was the first time we had ever tried to seek sponsorship for She Stands Tall. And so that was an interesting thing because we really tried to do it um, in a way where we could take, you know, give small businesses an opportunity to get involved, especially female and small businesses. I think sometimes that it's always a corporate thing first. And I think, you know, look, big companies have a lot to say and a lot to contribute in the sponsorship area for events I've come to learn, but we always just wanted to make sure small businesses could be involved too. Mm-hmm. And so we were really intentional doing that related to Stands Hall and now with Women's Entrepreneurship Week. Um, but so that was kind of an evolution of the process. And then that became, once we took, so some of this like week, because we got to that point, taking over Women's Entrepreneurship Week, at least we could kind of see our way through it. Sure. Whereas I think if we had somebody had five years ago, it's said, do you want to do this women's entrepreneurship week thing? I probably would have looked at them like they had three heads. Like I, just, <laughs> I could, have, could have conceived of how it could be possible until we sort of, you know, took our way through and took it step by step. And for anybody listening, who's thinking about taking on like additional, we'll call them lead generation activities to build their business or build their awareness. What would be your words of advice? Um, I would say start with something that you really want to do that sounds really fun and interesting to you, you know, because we really, we really wanted to do this. We really wanted to build this community. And so because of it, finding these events doesn't feel like 
work most most of the time. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it feels like, okay, this is going to be really cool. We're going to get all these people together. And we're going to listen to what the speaker has to say. And it's going to be really fun because if you're, you have a business you're running also, if the other piece of it isn't fun and you don't want to be doing it, it's not going to go, it's not going to go well. I don't think, you know, you have to be wanting to do that. So that's my one advice. Second advice is get some help. <laughs> yeah. Um, get some help. Um, I, I, I don't know how somebody could try to plan this. I think people before, like, I mean, God bless them have tried to plan this alone and I give them so much credit because that they pulled it together and made it happen is, is amazing. Um, because I don't, I don't think we could have done it. So we've gotten some help internally, you know, like in some level, everybody on the team at the law firm has pitched in and helped in one way or the other. We've got some external help, thankfully, in the marketing and tech and some other stuff. So I would say if you're going to you add something to your business that's related, but not, you got to get, you got to ask for help. Um, yeah. Those are some two really important things. Um, and then I think kind of like be patient with yourself, do it gradually. That's really we where we, we didn't start this out intending to plan a week-long event and do all this, you know, like have, I don't even know how many speakers we're up to and how many events we're up to. And we didn't intend that. It evolved gradually. And so it felt, you know, just as like, okay, we're comfortable doing this month of events. This is no big deal. Then we added another thing. So I would say like, as opposed to kind of diving into the deep end of the pool, maybe like, you know, taking a couple steps through the shallow end is probably a good starting point. Wait um, in, get your feet wet. Exactly. You know, make sure the water's toasty and everything before, <laughs> before you go like, you know, doing a swim across some large body of water. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I have to ask this question too, for anybody who's looking into anything like this, what legal precautions would you advise that they keep in mind? Yeah, so we... um have cre- so we have a separate entity. So we, the law firm, and she sent solid to different entities, legal entities. Oh, at this good. Point, okay. um, which we also took a little bit of gradual till we got here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an important thing for liability purposes. And I think you've talked about this before, but we really want to keep like, you know, the business is separate, the money of both businesses separate, so we can avoid any any um, liability kind of flowing from one to the other, even if inadvertently. So Mm -hmm. that was one really important thing. Um, It's hard to remember for me having just done it recently, like, oh, that does not belong here. I (laughs) put that in the wrong place. I have to fix it. (laughs) So that's always fun. Um, And that's one thing. Um, Written contracts is key. I just, Mm -hmm. I, 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 I get, I am a small business owner too. So I totally get why there's temptation to just be like, oh, it's a handshake. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. Or Google it or some such, you know, like Google a contract and think it's good enough. So I understand it, but I just really have to urge you after my experience seeing it go wrong that you really need written contracts. Um, Please don't. I mean, I would suggest you try not, please don't Google them because you just don't know what you're finding. And yeah. You know, there's varying quality out there. That's all I'm going to say on that. But just putting it, putting it in writing, what you're going to do, write it in clear English. You don't have to use like fancy words. Um, making sure everybody knows what they're going to do and what is understanding. And I guess best case scenario, if you scenario, if you get some legal help doing it, that's you know best. But 
at a minimum, putting it in writing, um, that's key. Even like, you know, look, an email is better than nothing. Yeah. Well, and I'll plug the fact that you guys have an online store because I know you feel so strongly about the the importance of a solid written contract. So if anybody's listening and they're like, uh, I don't want to pay uh, thousands of dollars for you know this written document I know I need to have, definitely go check out Melnick and Melnick um, because they've got some really high quality uh, contracts you can download that are written by real lawyers, such they as that. Written by me, actually, <laughs> yes. And we did that really with an idea of this is all just like a commitment to small business and trying to mm-hmm. where they are and recognizing that for the people who need legal services and know they need legal services, but don't want to pay what it would cost to draft a custom contract, starting mm-hmm. out with one of the templates that is drafted by a lawyer is a great, at least it's a starting point. You know, it'll give you a solid foundation. And then when you're ready a couple of years down the road, then it's time to say like, okay, yeah, I'm ready for something just written for me. But um yeah. Yeah, for sure. Small business is legal, legal services too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I am so excited to announce the launch of our defining success mastermind program. This is a 12 month program that will meet once a month, virtually for two hours. You'll be led by a seasoned business expert with a guest speaker each month based on that month's topic. We'll also be placing people into mastermind groups quite strategically to ensure you're properly matched with others having similar challenges or in similar places in their business. The value of this program is estimated to be over $25,000, but we're bringing it to you for just $500 a month. We'll be launching new groups twice a year, once in July and again in January with application cutoff dates at the end of May and the end of November. So don't miss out. Apply today at rixmastermind.com. Um, so, okay, not that you don't have enough on your plate right now, Stephanie, um, but what projects or initiatives are you most excited about in the upcoming future? Um, I would love to make, I would love to expand she shines. I really would. Um, what I've seen from from that group is just how valuable a personal personal connection between people who are actually doing all the things that we do as women and business owners that having that kind of close connection is really invaluable. And I mean that we created because there was a need. You know, as simple as that. Which is a, which is the right business reason, right? Like there's a need. If you can fill it, fill it. Exactly. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, like it just seemed like something we needed and other people told me they needed. And so we, that's why we did it. Um, so I would really, I'm working on trying to come up with a way that we could make it bigger and add more groups to it and fill more, you know, help, help more people in that sense, mm-hmm. give more people that kind of um, squad, if you will, and, you know, help. And so it's just figuring out some of the logistics of this kind of stuff is just, you know, hard. Like we're really very personal about how we do things. We really believe like, you know, lawyers have to lead with kindness and lead with empathy. And, you know, we really want to kind of get in there and know our clients and know who we're working with. And I know all the lovely women in She Shines and now in two groups, it's 30 some people already. And so it, but at some point in order to make it bigger, I have to get some help as I yeah. just, my own, I should take my own advice. I got, yeah, get some help. Yeah. get some help. So we have to figure out what that help looks like and how I can, how I can still be involved, but maybe not, you know, like in the trenches with every single one. So 
that's on the horizon. I'd really love to do it. I think it's really needed. It's just like um, working my brain through the logistics of it is a hard thing. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, okay. My, my last question for you, Stephanie, is what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship? That is a huge question, Kylie. I, I know to, it's it's a like, it's a humdinger. That's like you know what? Yeah. Um, my greatest discovery. Well, I would say one of them is truly what what we've having listened to all these entrepreneurs talk about their stories and what they do. What every one of them has said in different ways, which is, I don't do this alone. You yeah. know, I like to say we stand taller together, which is just that. You got to have people to lean on. So it's people in your team, people outside your team, your friends, your family, your partner, your, your, you know, kids, if you have them, your pets, even, you know, <laughs> you really have to be ready to lean on other people. Cause if you try to really kind of like just do everything on your own, it just, you're going to, I think, make yourself miserable and not serve your customers and clients as well as you could. Um, it really requires kind of like leaning on other people. Um, and also what we've also learned, I think, in seeing all these entrepreneurs is sort of, you know, doing kind of the right thing that not just you want to think about what really is going to work for your business and what's going to work for your clients and customers and, you know, potential customers and, and not just like doing your business, but doing it where you're comfortable with it and you really feel like you're making a difference and you're really, you know, doing it sort of what we all perceive to be the right way, even if it's yeah. harder or sometimes more expensive. Or I think in the long term that really matters more to people and it makes yeah. it um more fun to operate your business and more like palatable on a day to day if you think like, okay, this is harder, this is a little more money or whatever it is, but I'm really doing it the right way and I'm like, yeah. like the way that is meaningful to me. And you know, if that takes longer, so be it. Yeah. Yeah. Having integrity in the work that you do and and in the life that you lead. I think that's a that's a great call out. Absolutely. Um all right. So Stephanie, for anybody listening who wants to learn more about you or Melnick and Melnick or Women's Entrepreneurship Week or She Stands Tall or She Shines or all of the many, many things that you've got your hands in. Um <laughs> Where can they find more information or how can they get in touch? Oh, yeah. So for She Stands Tall and Women's Entrepreneurship Week, um, our website has all the information. So it's shestandstallmke.com. And there's information about um, Women's Entrepreneurship Week, including registering for all the events, what the events are, who the speakers are, where they are, because they're, of course, in some different places because we like added complexity and (laughs) they all were cool for their own reasons. So we have to go to the cool spot. Um, so <clears throat> all of that information is there. There's information on about She Stands Tall there too, because we're still doing our monthly events. And in fact, our April event, Peaches is your sister page. I know. Uh, and Groceries Suzinski. I'm so excited. I know. I I'm excited. Quality time with Paige. This is going to be super fun. Um, um, don't get me started on my sister. Everybody, Everybody's jonesing for quality time with my sister. Um, Myself included. She's a busy yeah, lady. I, I, right. I'm sure you're number one. So I'll just stand in line, but I get a little bit of quality time with your sister. Yeah. Um, but so we've also all the upcoming She Stands Hall events for the rest, for most of the rest of the year, I think are on there. So that's really great. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of the law firm is you, there is a link to the law firm from that website 
two, I'm pretty sure, but um, melnickmelnick.com is where all the information is about the law firm and what we do and how to get in touch with us and all the services and all the fees and all the fun things. So all the fun things, all the yeah. legal fun things. It's a, it's, you got so many beautiful photos on your website. That's one of my favorite things. Like it doesn't look like a typical website, a typical law website. Cause you have so many pretty pictures. So definitely check it out because it's a really nice looking law website. Um, You're very, very sweet. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Uh, anyway, um, to everybody listening, if you enjoyed this conversation, have as much as I did, please go ahead and leave a review wherever you are listening. And Stephanie, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. This has been so fun, Kylie. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com. 